You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AW Dark Elevation starts with Santana Ortiz with a promo, uh, pretty much talking about how they've only gotten one title shot, and that was back in February 2021. And starting tonight, they're going to climb their way back to earning that. First match, Jade Cargill with a record of 6-0, accompanied by Smart Mark Sterling, her, uh, I guess, lawyer or... um. Advocate, as you can say, defeated Rache Chanel. Chanel, we haven't seen her in AEW since November of 2020. Cargo wins very quick here with the Jaded. After the match, Mark Sterling comes in the ring and says that Jade doesn't need a manager. She needs representation. And he's the best out there. And they're going to renegotiate her contract a little bit. And for monetary purposes, she's going to hit her catchphrase. And she says it. I'm that bitch. Match number two. Santana and Ortiz with a record of 17-9 defeated the team of Adrian Alanis and Liam Gray with a record of 4-4. Uh, good to see that Liam Gray is okay after last week's scary fall. Santa- Santana and Ortiz, they seem to have some new theme music they come out to. And Ortiz gets the pin on Alanis after the kick to the head. Sit out, powerbomb, combo. If anybody knows what this move is called, please let me know. They've never named it anything as far as I know. And uh, I would like to give it a name instead of having to describe it. Dark Order has a promo backstage where Evil Uno gets everybody uh, fired up about his match with Miro, uh, and then everybody's kind of impersonating them, and he talks about his opponent tonight, which is Danny Limelight. Scorpio Sky with a record of 13-2 defeated Trevor Reed. Uh, Ethan Page is on commentary during this match. Reed has had one previous match in AEW, losing to Ricky Starks back in November. Sky gets to win here with the heel, hawk, with the heel lock. Varsity Blondes has a quick promo saying that they're going to win tonight, just like they, they did last week, and they can't wait to hear the crowd chant, Varsity, Varsity. Uh, <laughs> Brian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs defeated Trevor Eon and Kendall Blake. Taz is on commentary during this match. Uh, Eon and Blake are both making their debuts. Blake goes by SP the Ghost in the Indies. Um, and he's welcomed to AEW by getting nine back-to-back body slams by Hobbs. But Cage ends up getting the win here on Eon after the drill claw. They seem to be on the same page here this week. No dissension in Team Taz. 
Evil Uno with a record of 14 and 2 defeated Danny Limelight with a record of 3 and 6. Uh, Shivani incorrectly labels this as Uno's first singles match in AEW, but he's wrestled both Dustin Rhodes and Hangman Page last year on Dynamite. That's what I'm here for. Limelight, uh, he gets a nice showing, but Uno gets his first singles win with the ripcord flatliner that he calls something evil. After the match, negative one helps Limelight up, and they shake his hand. Diamante backstage talk, talks about tonight's match with Sheeta, says that if they thought what Britt Baker did to her was bad, wait till they see what happens tonight. And they will make everybody forget that she was ever women's champion. Ethan Page with a record of 12 and 2 defeated Mike Seidel with a record of 5 and 10. Scorpio Sky on commentary. He was actually highly entertaining during this. He even drops like a Ric Flair imitation at one point. Uh, Mike Seidel hung in there, but he fell to the Eagles' age as Page gets to win. The Acclaim with a record of 9 and 3 defeated the team of Allen Five Angels and Alex Reynolds from the Dark Order. Max Hatcher's rhyme for the week. I like this. So I'm going to go ahead and quote it. Hide your wives, hide your daughters. It's, it's the two least popular guys in dark order. You interrupt every segment. That's the only way you guys can stay relevant. We put your lights out. My name ain't John. Cena. But I make you wipe out. Very funny like TBS. Ain't no ain't nobody gonna be laughing when we beat that ass. Uh, Yeah, nice little John Cena reference here. Anthony Bowens gets the pin on Reynolds after Caster hits him in the back with the boombox as the referee, referee was distracted. Chris Statlander with a record of 6-0, defeated Queen Aminata with a record of 0-2. Aminata was able to get the crowd behind her a bit in this match. Uh, Statlander does get the win here after a pretty scary-looking Big Bang Theory. Varsity Blondes, 12-4, defeated the team of J.D. Drake and Ryan Nemeth, who are 1-1. At one point, Nemeth rips up Julie Hart's Varsity sign, and they weren't happy about that. Nice match here from both teams. Pillman does get the pin on Drake after the springboard lariat. And the main event, Hikaru Shida with a record of 9-2, defeated Diamante with a record of 22-13. Shida has a little bit of a new look, sporting a shorter hairstyle. She does get the pin after the katana. Uh, nice fight here from both of these girls. AW Dark. Lance Archer defeated Zicky Dice very easily with the blackout. Dice is making his AEW debut. You might remember him from NWA Power, where he's the former TV champion. And he comes off just losing the title back in October to the current champion, which is Pope. Uh, he debuts here by getting tossed to the ring by Archer. Uh, like he's trash. <laughs> Matt Hardy backstage with TH2. He's trying to offer them uh, some money to take out Christian Cage for good. Um, but not only money, also an official spot in the Hardy family office if they are able to take out Christian. Abaddon, 7-1, defeated Willow Nightingale, 0-2, with a modified DDT. Uh, it was like her leg was kind of wrapped around Willow's head. Very innovative look. Caesar Bononi defeated Cyrus with a modified Death Valley driver. Cyrus also goes by Cyrus the Destroyer. He's been wrestling in the Indies for about 12 years. And Helico defeated Matthew Justice with a Navarro death row. Uh, Justice is also making his AEW debut. He's a regular in GCW. He's actually goes way back to uh, FCW where he was in WWE de- Developmental. Uh, he takes a crazy bump to the outside at one point during this match as well. Dante Martin with a quick backstage promo says it's an honor to step in the ring with Matt Seidel tonight. He's great, but he's not top flight. Ty Conti defeated Natalia Markova very quick with the DD Ty. Chaos Project defeated the team of JP and Tommy Daly, making their debut. Now, JP and Tommy are also known as the Amazing Graysons in the Indies. Uh, they've wrestled mostly for Northeast Wrestling. And I actually know Tommy. I worked with him a little bit uh, back at one of my old jobs, just as he was getting uh, back into the, um, ba- uh, right into wrestling. It was funny. I was like, in the in the break room, and I hear him talking about um, who was it at the time? Flip Gordon, and he's talking about Flip Gordon on the phone, and I'm like Flip Gordon, and I started talking to him about wrestling. Next thing you know, yeah, he's a wrestler. So nice to see him on here on AEW. Serpentico does get the pin here on Tommy after the creeping death. We go backstage. A little weird promo with Joey Janela and Alex Marvez that they've been doing recently. Uh, they're talking about his injuries, but Janela says he's sick of his injuries. So uh, him and Alex talk about going to a go-go bar last week named Big Mommy Milkers. Uh, and as they're talking about going again today. Uh, Sunny Kiss comes out asking Joey to be in his corner tonight, uh, but Janela says, "Yeah, sure, I will." But he ends up leaving with Alex anyway. So more dissension in the Kiss Janela camp. 
Marco Stunt defeated Ariel Dominguez. Uh, Stunt and Dominguez are actually both about the same height, and the entire match Taz was talking about how short they are, because, you know, he's a giant compared to them, too. Stunt wins with a modified slice bread. Aaron Solo defeated Sonny Kiss with a double underhook face buster with ease as QT Marshall smiles ringside. Uh, as Kiss comes out, uh, Kiss was upset that Janela didn't come out. So, pretty sad here. And after the match, the factory keeps beating down on Kiss and Excalibur keeps saying, Where's Joey? Where's Joey? So, uh, more to the storyline, I guess, to come. I'm actually enjoying this little slow burn with the Kiss and Janela story. Nyla Rose defeated Missa Kate, uh, making her debut. She's a wrestler out of Chicago, uh, easily with the Beast Bomb. QT Marshall defeated Bear Bronson with the Diamond Cutter, a pretty hard-fought match here from Bronson. Thunder Rosa defeated Megan Bain with an ankle lock. Uh, Rosa wins here in real dominant fashion, and after the match, she calls out Britt Baker. Dark Order, the team of Colt Cabana, Stu Grayson, and Ten defeated Justin Law, Kit Sackett, and Dan Barry. Uh, Dan Barry making his debut, indie legend. He's been pretty much wrestling everywhere for the past 20 years. Uh, last time I saw him, he was hosting an Evolve show in Brooklyn, so that's the last time I've seen him personally. Uh, Grayson gets the pin here on Law after the nightfall, and after the match, the negative one just pushed down the referee for no reason pretty funny. Big Swollen Kylan Kane defeated the Sea Stars. Uh, easy win here with King pinning Dummy XL after the Kingdom Falls. We go backstage with the Factory and uh, QT Marshall or Marshall keeps telling Tony. Um, first of all, his name is pronounced Marshall, not Marshall. So everybody get that right. And he has Tony repeating in his Tony voice that QT pin Cody Rhodes. QT pin Cody Rhodes. In the main event, Mass Idel with a record of 7-3 defeated Dante Martin with a record of 8-2 with the Lightning Spiral. This is actually a really good main event, uh, main event match. I would definitely recommend this with Seidel and Martin. It could have gone either way, honestly, about who was going to win this match. Um, Martin hung in the, the whole time, but Seidel does get the win. NWA Power, uh, coming off of their When Our Shadows Fall pay-per-view. If you want to get a full breakdown of that, it's on PulseWrestling.com. I had the report there from Sunday's show. So this kind of like a reset for them, in a way. Uh, the show starts with Billy Corgan and Mickey James making her NWA debut. And Corgan announces that NWA is returning to St. Louis from August 28th to the 31st, with August 28th being an all-women's pay-per-view, with Mickey James as the executive producer. And August 29th will be NWA, the 73rd anniversary show. Mickey then cuts a real passionate promo about the women's division and says that she wants the best of the best on this show and doesn't care if they're contracted elsewhere we go to camille who comes out uh the new women's champion here she's talking about uh winning the title tom latimer comes out and um starts making out with her and then joe galley who's a commentator here starts yelling at him for what they did to trevor murdoch uh chris adonis and nick aldis come out uh they're pretty much talking about how aldis was fined twenty five thousand dollars because of his match with trevor murdoch uh galley just gets passionate and walks off so tim storm takes over uh donis mentions that he never lost the national title he should still be champion because uh, a couple weeks ago he had to relinquish it in order to be in the battle royal where no champions were allowed storm announces that latimer and, and adonis will be no triple threat against paro in the national title tournament that's coming up soon to uh, determine a new champion may valentine is backstage with serena deeb she says she was honored to hold the woman's title and she hopes to stick around at nwa NWA TV title match. Uh, Pope defeated Luke Hawks, who earned a title shot in the pre-show. Uh, Pope wins with the Elijah Express with about 45 seconds left on the on, on time limit. Kyle Davis and Mae Valentine are plugging merchandise when we get this masked man who doesn't reveal who he is. A real distinctive voice, and from what I saw from his eyes, uh, behind the mask, but I couldn't really point my finger on who it was. Uh, maybe it'll be revealed soon. And he says that only Billy Corgan knows who he is, and that's the reason why he signed them. Taryn Terrell defeated Lady Frost, who's making her, her debut in NWA. She's wrestled in WWE and even AEW recently. Uh, Terrell plays up the match as she doesn't want to wrestle, so Frost is like, fine, she gives a handshake, and as she's leaving, uh, Taryn Terrell just Rolls her up for the win. Austin Idol and Tyrus come out talking trash about the Pope not fighting any decent competitors. And then Black G's make his, makes his debut. He's an indie wrestler for the past 20 years. He's wrestled 
pretty much everywhere, uh, TNA and a whole bunch of indies. Uh, he comes out and says he wants to talk business with Ido and Tyrus, but they don't seem to want anything to do with them and just walk away. Trevor Murdoch is backstage. A little bit of loss of words. He's still disappointing for not being able to win the world title. Um, La Rebellion, who is Mecha Wolf and Bessia 666 versus The End, Paro and Otison, uh, results in a double disqualification after both teams couldn't stop fighting with each other. Uh, they ignore the referee, and that's it. Uh, Rebellion... Um, they made their debut at the pay-per-view, winning a fatal four-way match. Nick Aldis and Camille come out for the final segment, where Aldis coronates Camille with flowers, but Melina runs out, gets in Camille's face until Genocide runs out, and tosses Melina back, and then picks up the flowers and hands them back to Camille. Really weird, uh, segment to end the show here. WWE NXT UK, Io Dragunov defeated Noah and Dar. Uh, incredible match. I would definitely recommend them this match. Uh, both men gave it their all. Dragunov hits a torpedo Moscow out of nowhere to get the win. He teases a little bit of an injury. Uh, Eva Valkyrie has a vignette said that she's reborn and she's ready for what's next. Seth Scala introduced Jordan Devlin, who's back already, uh, and he's asking for demands. He wants his own locker room and a spot on Supernova Sessions. And he says that he doesn't even need to be at the PC as he's already a finished product and he doesn't need to train. NXT UK tag team titles, pretty deadly, defeated the team of Jack Stars and Nathan Fraser. Uh, Fraser ended up being Star's mystery partner after Pretty Deadly doubted that he could find anybody. And right when it looked like Stars and Fraser had it, Pretty Deadly used a couple underhanded tactics, took out Fraser and Stam Stoker, and they pinned Stars after they hit the spilt milk. We get a video package of the new Heritage Cup champion, Tyler Bate, who was meditating and trading in the garden. Joseph Connors defeated Flash Morgan Webster after a neckbreaker. Uh, Jenny got involved here, throwing Webster's helmet, distracting a referee, and then pushing Webster off the top rope. They hype up tomorrow's episode uh, with Walter returning, as well as Kelly Ray defending the women's title against Michael Satamora. Joe Coffey defeated Rampage Brown in the main event uh, with the best of the bells. After the match, they shook hands. They know that they're tied one-on-one, so they're hinting at a rubber match coming down the line. And before the show could end, Ia Dragunov comes out, stares both of them down. So it should be pretty interesting what happens between these three, and I'm intrigued to see who's going to step up and challenge Walter once he returns. Uh, 205 Live, Vic Joseph is back on commentary, replacing Tom Phillips, so he's joining Nigel McGuinness. Ari Sterling defeated Sunil Singh with the Baja 86. Uh, the Singhs try to do twin magic at one point, <laughs> and then the referee is like, you're the wrong Bollywood boy. Uh, it's also mentioned that Asher Hale volunteered to be in Sterling's corner, but he declined. August Gray defeated Ari Davari in the main event with the So Much Prettier. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, TJP defeated Kevin Knight by submission with the Cobra Twist. Barrett Brown defeated Adrian Quest. Uh, Barrett comes out with Bateman now, uh, so he's aligning himself with him. This is Brown's actual first singles match uh, victory here. So uh, he wins with a little bit of distraction from Bateman, and after the match, Fred Alser uh, offered to... To, uh, to give some backup to Quest if he needed it. And the main event, Satoshi Kojima making a New Japan Pro Wrestling strong debut. Teams up at Carl Fredericks, defeated Dami Limelight and JR Kratos. Fredericks gets the submission, went on Limelight with a single leg Boston Crab, while Kojima is holding Kratos down on the outside. And after the match, Kojima and Kratos kept battling, so teasing some singles match between these two de- soon. Ring of Honor started the Survival of the Fittest tournament, which is a tournament that past winners include Brian Danielson, Tyler Black, Jay Lethal, Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Punishment Martinez, and many more. And in the first match, Demonic Flamita uh, defeated Ray Horace with a roll-up. So Flamita has a new look, uh, new music and everything. And also a match on their YouTube show, Week by Week, Brian Johnson defeated Sledge to advance. In the main event, Josh Woods defeated Silas, Long- Silas Young by submission in a pure rules match. On main event, Mansoor defeated Drew Gulak. And Mustafa Ali defeated Jeff Hardy by submission. Uh, pretty much he becomes unresponsive, so the referee just calls off the match. And the WWE Network editions of the week, we get Progress Chapter 112, where we crown new tag team champions as 
Lycos Gym, which is Kid Lycos 1 and 2. They win a tournament final against the Young Guns, and we also get another episode of ICW Fight Club. If you guys want to hear more from me, you can catch me on BD Elite this Saturday with Braden Harrington. I've been filling in the last couple weeks uh, with Davey Portman as well, uh, reviewing AEW Dynamite as they've been doing these Friday night shows. Um, so yeah, check me out. And that is it for me this week. You can hear, catch me next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.